All right, all right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you so much for joining me. This is the show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Yes, and as promised, we're talking about weighted average costs of capital today. Weighted average cost of capital. Everyone's favorite topic, right? <laughs> Nonetheless, we're talking about DCFs and learning the basics here. We've, went, we've gone through the accounting basics. We've gone through enterprise equity value. We've gone through valuation basics. And now we've gone through most of the DCF basics, but we're going to keep on going here to round everything out. So today's question is this, how do you calculate WAC for private company? How do you calculate your weighted average cost of capital for a private company or a private business? Now remember, let's always go back to definitions. What is the formula for weighted average cost of capital? It's this, your weighted average cost of capital equals your percentage of equity multiplied by your cost of equity plus your percentage of debt multiplied by your cost of debt multiplied by one minus the tax rate. Can't, can't uh, forget that tax deductibility there. Plus your percentage of preferred stock multiplied by your cost of preferred stock. And that's your equation. Now, of course, if there is no preferred stock in the company, you would just omit those last couple of terms and only have the equity terms and the debt-related terms. Uh, but just a quick note there. That's the full equation. So that's our definition for weighted average cost of capital. So when we're thinking about a private company, we're thinking, okay, how does this, how do the components of this equation apply to a private company? What are we really trying to understand here? And here's the thing. Even if we know the costs of debt, and let's say the company does have preferred stock, even if we know the cost of preferred stock and their relative ratios and the capital structure of the business, we still need to calculate the cost of equity. Remember, cost of equity is a component of the weighted average cost of capital. And let's remember now what the definition of cost of equity is. From a formula perspective, it's this. Cost of equity equals our risk-free rate plus beta multiplied by the equity risk premium. Risk-free rate plus beta multiplied by the equity risk premium. Now, if you're looking at this private company and you're saying, okay, I'm going to calculate my cost of equity, we know what the risk-free rate is, but what the heck is beta in the equity risk premium for a private business? I don't know. It's really hard to get that because it's problematic since it's not a publicly traded company. So what can we do? What do we do? We don't know what these variables are. We have to come up with some other thing to do. What we can do is estimate the weighted average cost of capital for a private company based on public companies that are comparably similar to the private company. So for example, if I was trying to do this for Mars, Mars is a chocolate maker and they also have a pet food business you may know them by the Snickers candy bar, for example. So they make Snickers. Now, they're a privately held company. I can't just go and look up their beta. 
But what I can do is go over and say, well, hey, the Hershey company is a publicly traded company. I can look up the beta for Hershey and and come up with some assumptions, maybe make some adjustments. But we can basically look at comparable publicly traded companies to help us with the whack for private companies. And we can also rely on the work of people who are experts in valuation, maybe auditors. There are different people out there who specialize in, in valuing private companies. But nonetheless, we can always make an estimate based on similar publicly traded businesses. Okay, so that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. My name is Alex Mason, your host, and join me next time. We're going to be talking about unrealistic discounted cash flows. What what happens when you get a DCF and it just doesn't look right? doesn't look right. Okay, join me next time. Thank you so much, and I'll see you later.